Uh, Callum, let's talk about the seven-side derby then. Um, is it quite a good time to be playing Cardiff after you, you got that three points on Tuesday evening? Because it really felt that, that you needed those after that not-so-great run. Yeah, yeah. I think it's always tough when you haven't won a few games on the bounce. I think it's been, it's been hard as well because I, I feel as though um, the Norwich game was probably a bit different because I thought they were, they were excellent on the day. But even the Swansea game and the Bournemouth game, there wasn't too much in it, especially in the Bournemouth one. Obviously, I remember that a bit more because I played. But um, I think going into this game um, off the back of the Huddersfield win, and that was that was big for us, I think. Especially going in at half time, being 1-0 down and then going on to win the game, it makes it even more special for us. And, and for me especially, there's times even last year, look at Charlton when... We managed to get a late goal. Um, they're the they're the ones in football you remember the most. So going into this game is full of confidence, um, full of energy and excitement from the lads. Um, and I know how important this game is to the fans as well. Um, being at the club for such a long time, um, played in uh, many games and many successful games against them as well. So it's um, it'll be a, a good one, hopefully. You were there in the summer when you were playing without the fans. How much of an impact did that have? Because it's such an intense rivalry. And as you say, you've seen what's happened before and, and almost tension spilling over at times with the fans. Such passion for this game. What was it like playing in the last one with no fans? Strange. It's, it is, I guess it is the way it is at the moment. Um, like any game, it's, it's weird. I was just saying to Richard then, it's like there'll be times where in a game, whether you're chasing or uh, defending a game. And it could be that you feel the intimidation from, from the fans if you're holding on or um, vice versa. It's, it's quite hard. And sometimes you could find games being like a basketball match. There's swings of attack when um, you would feel it from the fans and you'd have like a 10-minute spell of, of possession um, just peppering their goal. So it's... It's still, it's still strange and it's not nice, especially you, it's like every game I'll go out and, and even the warm-up, it's like, oh, it's, I forget then, they're not, they're not there or and you walk out. It's, uh, it's still strange, but I guess it is the way it is at the moment. You've got to look at the, the bigger picture and what's, what's important. Yeah. And uh, on a personal level for you, you've been back in the team, sort of playing more of a central midfield role. We've seen you deployed previously at wing-back. Which one do you prefer? Because you received a lot of praise for your performance against Huddersfield. Yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a, a weird one for me. Even over the years, I've, I've been utilised in, in different shapes. But I guess the system that we're playing, it's, it's all about adaptation for me and being able to adapt and um, be flexible in, in, in what I could do. I think my attributes and what I can do... Um, I could occupy left wing back role um, as well as being one of the three in, in centre mid. Um, and I think even last season or the, or the one before I was even played up front um, uh, just to run off uh, the back end defences, all that kind of stuff, and then moved into to left midfield. So I'm enjoying it. I've, I, I definitely know the position. I've done it before internationally as well. Um, and I guess the more games, the better, just getting used to it again. Uh, Dean Holden came in after this game 
as interim manager in the summer. Lee Johnson was was sacked. And in the game before, in the reverse fixture, which ended 1-0 to, um, to yourselves, Neil Warnock left Cardiff. So in the last two games, a manager has left after this, this fixture, which is kind of crazy. Um, what was it like after Lee Johnson left in the summer and how have you adapted to working under Dean Holden? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say it was a bit strange. I've, 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 I was with Lee Johnson for uh, quite a long time. So it was... Um, it was definitely a bit strange, and I guess also it's results-based industry. Um, sorry, that's. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's uh, a results-based industry, and uh, these things happen. Um, but I think it was it was okay in a way because I think people knew knew how the gaffer Dean Holden is, and he's an exceptional manager. His man management is brilliant, and he's got. Um, some really good ideas and uh, it's, it's, it has been um, really good working under him, if I'm being totally honest. Um, and he's been great to the guys um, that have come in, they've done well. Um, and in all honesty, I just want to want to do as best I can for him as well. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a really strong relationship with him. Uh, what's it like having a assistant head coach transfer to that role? Because before, um, I'm just guessing, but... I, I guess that he was the go-between maybe when you had a problem or you, you wanted to sort of vent, vent some anger or, or have some praise, but now he's the man at the top. So has your relationship with him changed? Um, I, I don't think it has, no. It, it definitely hasn't. Um, I guess the only thing is you, you call him Gaffer now instead. <laughs> um, but he's, even from... Um, when Lee Johnson was in charge, he was taking a lot of sessions. He was hands-on with everything. Um, his ideas were different to Lee Johnson, like like everyone else in a way. Um, Jane McAllister's ideas, they were strong in different departments. Um, so even, I think it's easy to say, easy to see it as well. I think it was the first game he had charge. It was totally new system. He put his mark down on it. Um, and we had a short pre-season, like everyone else did. Um, to get across our philosophy, how we want to play. Um, so I wouldn't say it's, it's, it's not really been, there has been a big transformation at this club um, in how we want to play. Um, the two uh, coaches that have come in as well have, have really helped um, give a clear clarity of how we're going to play and stuff. Um, and it's, uh, I'd say we've had, a, we've had a good start so far. Yeah, uh, especially back on track with the Huddersfield win. Uh, with the Cardiff rivalry then, what are you expecting from them tomorrow night? Because they've had a bit of a mixed start. They had that great result midweek against Barnsley, but then they had a few draws before that. Um, what are you expecting from them, from what you've seen? There's a, there's a couple of ex-Bristol City lads in there as well. Obviously, Marlon Pack in, in the midfield. Yeah, of course. Um, we're expecting... Listen, I know they're a direct side, um, physical side. It's... It's the way Cardiff have been for years. I know Neil Harris has come in, the system he's played at Millwall. And listen, we've watched even this morning, we've seen clips outside on the grass of them. Um, we know how they play. Um, and like you said, yeah, I know Marlon and stuff. But listen, it's it's different. We don't know how what how they're going to play, what system they're going to play, if they're going to stick to their 4-4-2. Um, and then I think... Looking off the back of their barn, see we know the style of play, how they're going to play. Um, but listen, they have got good individuals. It's not, it's not just their direct style, um, which could could disrupt us. They've got uh, good individuals on the pitch, so it's it's definitely not an easy game. And I think they'll definitely be up there come end of the season. Um, 
6 p.m. kickoff tomorrow. With all these different kickoff times because of lockdown, how are you adjusting to that as players? Because it must be quite different to a regular season when we're three o'clock and seven forty-five. Yeah, it's, it is a bit strange. We, um, I think, in a way, it's quite nice that they're pretty good with how they organise it at this club. It's, I wouldn't say we're we're quite told what to do, but it is in that way pretty much at this time. This is what we do at this time. Bed rest at that time. So it's it's quite easy, I guess. In a way, it's a good thing. It shows that having the having the games on TV, it's quite nice. It shows where where we're at, and we want to be televised. I think early on in the season, um, we probably should have got a few more uh, TV games. <laughs> but um, it's nice to see us getting them now um, and show what we're about. And finally, do you think it makes a difference playing at Cardiff tomorrow night? It's a short trip for you, but when these games are happening, I guess the travel's an aspect, but without the fans, is it a big advantage for Cardiff to be at home? I, I don't know, really. It's maybe being them being used to surroundings, I guess. But then again, if it was, uh, if there were fans in the stadium, um, it could be an advantage to them having having more crowd. It's a strange one, really. Um, I'm not sure how to kind of give an honest view on it, really. It's um, weird times and certain times. Um, but I think, in a way, we've got to create our own, our own atmosphere um, amongst ourselves on the bench. Um, and then uh, we'll see how we go. Best of luck. Thank you. Hi, Callum. What was the dressing room like after the win at Huddersfield uh, during the week? Because it looked like there was a, a lot of spirit shown from the guys there, especially with that late goal from Jamie Patterson. Yeah, it was. Um, it was definitely up there. I felt it as well coming into the dressing room. It was a bit of a, it was a relief actually. It was a relief going in there, just especially going in at half time, feeling like we didn't deserve it. Um, obviously, watching the game, you'll probably feel the same. It was we're in control. We had a few chances, um, and it was just a bit of uh, concentration. Two guys going for the same ball, and then you're one nil down. So you're thinking, buddy, I'm going in at half time, and then. Obviously, substitutes changed the game. I thought we were solid as well up until that point and then just dominated them for the last um, half hour or so. But, yeah, going into the, the dressing room after, it was, uh, it was a great feeling. It was up there, one of the best. Nice one. Did Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Did Do you think that the 4-3-3 change made a difference there? You, as you say, you guys were well on top and it probably did look like there was only going to be one winner at the end there. Um. I think it did actually. I think just naturally, just going a bit more tacking. Um, I thought we were solid, but um, I guess in a way, we they were pressing quite high. So it was kind of in a way, do we need to play out from the back? Is there any point in doing that? Can we play out with? I think we had went to a four at back, so it was more more players up up on the pitch, um, and I think even having Fam Antoine and then Pato coming in in positions where they're going to affect the game and fresh legs. And it has been tough, um, in all honesty. I've, I feel fine, but just going into the games, the last 20 minutes, they are quite hard with the amount of games we're playing. And you needed those fresh legs and uh, what free, free players to bring on, really, in the game. Yeah, sure. I was going to ask you about those guys. Um, Zach Viner... Tyreek Backinson and Antoine Semenya, all sort of young guys who've come through the academy. Obviously, Tyreek sort of joined as a, as a young player rather than came through the academy. Yeah. But what have you made of those guys? And 
yeah, certainly they all, well, obviously not Tyreek on, on Tuesday, but the other guys were instrumental in the win and, and all three of them this season in, in what Bristol City have done. Yeah, uh, starting with Zach, he's, uh, well, I've known Zach for, for years now. He's, he's played and come on loan, but I think even towards the back end of last season when he was getting a lot of game time, I think it showed um, how he's really come on. He's had a few loans, obviously, Plymouth, Aberdeen, I think it was as well. And he just brings a real sense of calmness to his play uh, and to the team. Um, solid when he needs to be. And he's played, I think he's played every single minute this season, hasn't he? Um, but he's been exceptional, been exceptional, I think. And and T, I think, I think it probably surprised him himself how much he's um, he's been playing this year. Um, like him as well, I think he just, he shows a lot of composure um, in possession and, and his attributes are brilliant. Um, and, and I'm constantly on at him, how he can help his get, help his game out because you keep on wanting him to improve and he does. He really wants to, to better himself as well, which is nice. And moving on to Antoine, I think he probably he's probably someone that doesn't know how good he can be. Um, in all in all honesty, I think he can go all the way to the top. He's got he's got all the attributes, left foot, right foot. He's got the power, um, the mind as well. And I think um, the role that he he could have this year is is big for us as well and for himself. So um, it's exciting. It is really exciting. Yeah, all, all of those guys developing nicely this season. Just on um, Andy Vyman, he had his um, operation on, on Monday, I think. He, he posted something on Instagram showing him with his, with his um, sort of, uh, knee bandaged up. Um, have, have you spoken to him at all recently? And obviously, it's one of those things in football. It's unfortunate injuries occur. But do you see there being maybe more opportunities in the middle now? And maybe that's a role that you can that you can fulfil because you've come into the team a little bit. You've, both of you guys have got tremendous energy, get up and down across the pitch and have good effect. How do you see that? Yeah, um, yeah, I've spoke to Andy. We've got group chats and anything, but I, I spoke to him the other day and it's it's never nice. And I think he's one of those players that, that never gets injured either. So it's it's been a it's been a strange one for, for him to to take, but he's he's definitely the character that will it will bounce back from it and fingers crossed his recovery is as, as, as quick as it can be because I know he'll probably be back. I'm not too sure when it will be, but I'd be hoping towards um, the back end of the season if, if we can. Um, but yeah, it's, it's obviously been different. I was probably expecting to play maybe left wing back um, in a way this season. Um, obviously, I've, I've done the, the midfield role internationally and a few times last season. Um, but like I was saying, I just I, I think there probably is more more to give. I probably still feel you haven't seen the best of me and what I can do. Um, even in recent games, I feel I've I've done all right, but I'm still striving to to be a lot better in a way. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. More more game time, the better, um, and hopefully I can help the team out as much as I can. Nice one. Just just finally, question on Ireland. I think a week today, I think they're supposed to be playing England, aren't they, um, now? And I don't think the squad has been announced just yet, but assuming you are involved in everything, I, I guess that's something you'll be looking forward to, Callum, and especially after the last international break, where things were, were a bit odd, weren't they? Uh, we asked Dean afterwards about it, and obviously you came back and uh, you weren't able to play. Well, 
you weren't involved in those final games with Ireland. So maybe things will be a bit more straightforward this time around. Yeah, no, looking forward to obviously the um, looking forward to Cardiff, but then you've got that round the corner. We've got we've got three games, a lot of games actually. We've got the England at Wembley and then um, Wales um, in Wales. I think it's actually at the same stadium tomorrow. Um, and then uh, we've got Bulgaria at the Aviva. So it's it's good. It's, um, it'll be a good a good opportunity again. Looking forward to it. I enjoy, really enjoy going away on the international camp. It's a, a massive honour. So um, main focus is on Cardiff, but it's, it's nice to have that around the corner. Nice one. Cheers. Good luck with it. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Callum. Cheers, guys. Speak soon.